You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to recognize Denim Marketing as our show sponsor. At Denim Marketing, we work to make your marketing a comfortable fit. Give us a call if you need original content for social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, and blogging. Today, I am pleased to welcome John Ryan, Chief Marketing Officer with Georgia MLS, to the show for what I am sure is going to be a lively conversation. And golly, everybody, Happy New Year. I can't believe it's 2023 already. Last year is now in the books, and we're waiting to see what's on the horizon. So again, welcome, John. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Carol. Thank you for uh, inviting me uh, to, to have a conversation with you this morning. Um, once again, I'm John Ryan. I uh, chief marketing officer at Georgia MLS. Um, I have been fortunate to have been here almost 30 years, so I've seen a lot of changes over over the years in the way that data is distributed. But Georgia MLS, uh, we are actually Georgia's largest real estate marketplace. Um, we have offices that uh, are from the North Georgia Mountains all down through Atlanta, Central Georgia to the Georgia coast. Uh, we also uh, have offices in the contiguous states around the southeast as well. So um, Georgia MLS, we just try to connect our clients or excuse me, our members with their clients through the data that we we produce. Well, that is super exciting. Well, let's just dive right in and, you know, I guess start with telling us how the Atlanta housing market has performed and, you know, how did it perform fourth quarter last year? Okay. Well, just to, to kind of begin, maybe just to frame it uh, from where we have been and, and where we are today. Um, in 2021 and 2020, they were actually record years for uh, the real estate housing market. Uh, we saw over $50 billion in sales in 2021. 20, uh, uh, so as we kind of worked through 2022, we knew that we would not see the record number of units in the sales volume that um, we had seen in the past. But it has still been a very, very active market over the year. But what we have seen in the last quarter, Carol, is really kind of a an accelerated decline seasonally than what we have seen over, seen over the years. Um, you know, generally speaking, when you get into September, October, November, and December, we we see seasonal declines in sales volume and, and unit sales. But what we have seen this year is an accelerated decline with that. Um, just to, to, to kind of frame it in the number of unit sales, we have lagged in 2022 than what we've seen in 2021. That has always kind of been uh, underneath the year over year. But the sales volume, because of the housing prices being so high, um, the sales volume were, was above the previous year. But then in the Atlanta market in June is where we saw the crossover of the sales volume starting to dip below what we had seen in the previous years. And then as we got into the fourth quarter, we started seeing uh, a rapid decline with that. And I think if I had to kind of pin it down, it, it really is, the I think, interest rates. And I think the economy and I think that uh, sellers, um, you know, were, were looking at interest rates and so on and thinking if I was to sell my house, would I go into another house at a higher interest rate? Uh, so, and I think it's also had an effect on on also, you know, buyers as well. 
you know, buying power, you know, declines with the interest rate. So I think a combination of those market forces have kind of caused people to step back just a hair. But on the positive side, uh, you know, while I see we've seen an accelerated decline, just in sales volume in uh, September, there was over $3 billion in sales in the uh, Georgia MLS. And there was 2.6 in October and then 2.1 billion in November. So while we have seen a decline, I, I don't want to kind of put a damper on it and say it's not an active market because it is still very active. But we we have seen a shift in the market. And there, there is no doubt that that shift in the market has played in what we are seeing in the data that um, has come across. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's interesting you talk about how great you know 2020 and 2021 were um we've kind of rolled back and when we're doing year over year you know especially for website traffic we roll back to 2019 which you know really was our last normal year before covid hit and sales just escalated and went off the roof so um so it's interesting sometimes to compare and see where is the atlanta market compared to 2019 because you know if you compare to that we were up pretty much all year in 2022. Right. Yeah. The, you know, the cyclical cycle of real estate, I think, is what keeps me um, just kind of intrigued because it's it's an ever-changing market. In 2020, with the pandemic, we we didn't know if real estate was going to fall off the cliff. And then it turned mm-hmm. out to be a record year. And I, It's crazy. I yeah. Is, I think that's from the agents and the brokers adapting to what the market is. And and I think as we move into 2023, we will see that same mm-hmm. adaption that you know, brokers and agents will go ahead and, and see where the market is and how their clients are operating, and we'll, and we'll make that shift. So, um, you know, Atlanta is a marketplace. I mean, we have, you know, businesses always uh, forming in Atlanta. We have an influx of, of new people coming into Atlanta. So I, the marketplace is still going to be active, and it will still be strong, but maybe not at the levels that we have seen in the past. Well, do you what do you think as far as will will it continue to be a seller's market? I mean, I know we still have incredibly low inventory. We're hovering around, you know, two months supply when six months is normal. So is this year going to be another seller's market? I think because of the inventory, we are going to see kind of a constant of housing prices. Um I was listening to an economist and and the economist had mentioned we are sixty six thousand units short of getting to that six month marketplace. And even in 2021, we were less than one month of inventory, which is, it it was critical at that point. And I think that caused housing prices to go up. Um, And and because of the inventory, I think we're going to see some constants with that. We have seen a slight um, increase in price reductions. So we have seen a a slight drop off, but but nothing that is going to you know, maybe change that spread from the the gains in housing prices in 2021 going into 2023. I, I think it's going to be fairly constant um, as we move into the new year. Yeah, I think you make a really good point. And I've gotten a lot of questions on this is, oh, you know, now that the market is adjusting, are we going to see prices, you know, come back down? And, uh, you know, the reality is probably not. Maybe a hair. We are seeing more. Um, you know, home builders offer some incentives and, you know, a lot of those incentives are special financing or I think one of the more creative ones I've seen is um, a builder here in Atlanta that is offering um, kind of what they're calling it a, a, a special financing guarantee. So if you buy from them now and then within the next five years, if you refinance at a lower rate, they'll pay up to the first like $4,000 of that refinance, which is a great incentive. 
Absolutely. I think there's still tremendous opportunity, um, mm-hmm. you know, for for uh, people that are looking for changing their either reselling their property or getting in to uh, to new property. Uh, I, th- I think we're going to see a little bit more of, of some of the creative uh, mm-hmm. marketing side just to, to bring people back. Uh, you know, la- last year with the inventory being so low, a house came onto the marketplace. Our days on market was four, five, six days. Crazy. And- and you know the the offers were coming in, and and so when houses were coming on the market, they were being snapped up very quickly. We've seen days on market rise um, up to about 20, 22 days, depending on on the area. So that that gives opportunity, I, I think, for people to kind of get back in the market. Uh, interest rates, I think, are you know a bit of a headwind as well, but they're they've settled. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, you know they've stayed a bit constant and actually have come down over the last month. So. I think it will still be a seller's market in the sense of the inventory. I don't think that the the hyper activity that we saw over the last few years is going to be taking place as much as we have seen. Right. Well, you know, and I agree with you on all of that. I guess, you know, my concern is still the first time buyer. You know, we we really just don't have much inventory below 350 or certainly not below 300. So, you know, what's your outlook for the first time buyer? You know, how can they get into a new home this year? I think because we we've actually seen a, a rise in inventory and and we've actually saw it, we were up 84% in the number of, of single family homes that are available. So that is a, a, an extreme positive for uh, first time buyers to get in. We know they were they were squeezed out last year um, because of the, the the offers that were coming in above list price. We, we saw list price versus selling price well above the 100% mark, but uh, we've now seen a dip in the Atlanta market below the 100% mark. Now, first time buyers, they may have to adjust a little bit in their you know, in terms of the features and the and the the pricing of the homes because of interest rates, I think that definitely changes a little bit of the buying power for them. But I also think there's opportunity for negotiation as well. And I have heard some anecdotes of um, on the new construction side where they have been able to go ahead and negotiate on new construction prices. Uh, to your point, with some of the incentives that are being offered uh, under the new the new construction. So um, while they may have to make a bit of an adjustment with the gains in inventory, uh, I think that there is opportunity. And I I heard an interesting kind of quote is, you know, buyers can marry their house, but they can date their mortgage. And so, you know, as we see kind of the economy hopefully getting a little bit better as we move forward, you know, refis right now are not a a big part of the mortgage side, but, you know, we, we know things shift. And so if they can get into a property, and be able not to be squeezed out by cash buyers was a a big part of, of what was you know fighting the the first time home buyers and also the investor side has slowed down a little bit as well. So I think that there is opportunity, Carol, for the first time home buyer. And I get questions, you know, should we wait before we buy? No, I I think if you see something and 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 you are financially sound to to make a move on a property, absolutely go ahead and get in. So I think there's there is opportunity for first time buyers. Yeah, absolutely. I love that quote, Mary, the house date the rate. You know, I think we've all been saying that all year long and are certainly, you know, singing it now, you know, that we're in 2023. We're, we'll be singing that all year long this year as well. Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. 
Denim Marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how Denim Marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs. Well, are agents going to have to adapt to the changing market? You know, I would think that maybe some of them need to do things a little bit differently with less inventory, and, and maybe they're going to be really happy that some of this frenzy was over. Because I know it's pretty stressful to be writing, you know, three, four, five, six contracts before you could get something accepted. Yes. It, uh, while it's still an active marketplace, I, I think uh, agents will have to adapt to this the, sh- the shift in the just the slight in the decline that that we have seen, and so at Georgia MLS, what we have really been concentrating in is is making sure that our members kind of get back to the basics using the tools that we provide, um, working their sphere of influence, getting getting back to actually marketing properties and what they can do with their clients to go ahead and market these properties. You know, because we, as I mentioned, the days on market is is has grown, so it's 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 kind of getting back to the fundamentals, um, sphere of influence, working your contacts, using the tools that Georgia MLS provides to be able to look at the performance of a listing as compared to other listings in the marketplace. How many views are they getting across different websites and different portals, um, and how that they can communicate that back to their clients, and then keep working uh, kind of their marketing plan to assess in the in the way that they can get that property sold at the highest value in the quickest time. So we've been focusing on just things of branding. You know, make sure that your branding is up to. Uh, you know, that people can look at you and know exactly who you are as you kind of are back in the marketplace. So that's been our focus with the agents is here are the tools. Let's go ahead and, and what can we do to assist? And then the other side is education. Carol, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity where agents and brokers can go ahead and, um, you know, get their education through professional development and work within this changing market to go ahead and and say, why am I bringing value to the clients that I am representing? Um, so as we mentioned in 2021, we saw the resilience of agents, uh, you know, through the pandemic. I think we will see exactly the same where they will shift, they will grasp on it, and they will become that value piece of the transaction to their clients. So we're, we're just getting back to the fundamentals, you know. Back to the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think we're seeing the same thing on the new construction side. I mean, you look at the frenzy of the last two years and, you know, if you were a home builder, you really didn't have to pay that much attention to resale agents because there was a flood of buyers every single day. So, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more focus back on realtors and more, you know, home builders offering CE classes and offering realtor incentives and offering, you know, agent caravans and all those things that we used to do. Um, they're going to come around, you know, that's coming, everything comes full circle, right? So that'll be back around. So, you know, your agents listening to this should, you know, reach out to builders and see what they're offering this year, because I think there's going to be some nice incentives for agents as well. Absolutely. You know, see, see how the market is, you know, what is performing in their local area. And, and then working across all, you know, whether it's new construction or resale, you know, be that, you know, be that concierge, but also be be the, the person that has the knowledge 
to pass that on to, to best market that property. So this is a, I think it's a great opportunity right now to, to really kind of dig back in, to go ahead and, and see what they can do to provide those value added services to their clients. And um, there's a, you know, as we see the market slow down here over the, over the last quarter, you know, take that time to get into another class or do professional development, or even look at a designation, mm-hmm. become a specialist in, in certain areas, whether it's new construction or, you know, we know that uh, first-time home buyers and and the older generation are really the marketplace in terms of the activity. Well, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, get a certification that deals with the older generation. So there's great opportunity, and I think that uh, agents recognize what's going on, and uh, there's opportunity for them to go ahead and 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 advance their their skill set. In what- no, absolutely, lots of opportunity out there. Well, any other predictions or anything else you want to add? Or what you're seeing this year? Well, I, I think we're we're going to still see a, a really active marketplace, Carol. I, I think that you know we still have some of the inventory issues, and I, I think you know if we could get some a little bit of the the zoning and the permitting loosened up a little bit, and 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 be a little bit more creative in how that we can get affordability and availability a little bit more back in line. Yeah. I know here at Georgia MLS for 2023, we're going to be introducing some new products, some new services that will help with also within the rental market, because that's also a, a big mm-hmm. part of the housing industry. And, you know, we we see that, you know, from somebody that's renting a property, the next uh, progression would be actually purchasing a property. So how can we get uh, individuals into that process and then moving into into housing. So we are looking at also um, providing additional data sets, you know, being able to look at the progression or possibly the regression. I don't see that very much, but, you know, being able to stack data sets on top of listings uh, to where agents have that additional information to get back with their clients. So we as a, as a company are looking at being able to provide that. And we've got some really good plans. I wish I could I could speak further about it, but mm-hmm. I think as we get Top into the secret. first yeah, <laughs> as we move into the first quarter, we will be doing a lot of marketing about um, just providing those additional tools and resources. So I think the market, um, you know, we got some headwinds, but as I mentioned, Atlanta is an active marketplace and, and housing is still going to be sold. I, like I mentioned, I've been here a long time, but we always see houses being sold. And oh, so absolutely. we will see that continue. And um, as the market, as it shifts or changes, as an MLS, we will go ahead and work to provide the information and the data to our clients so that they can be center of that transaction. Yeah, I, I like how the industry as a whole is coming together kind of with one voice about affordability and attainability because so many of the problems do start with zoning and regulations and, you know, just the inability to build at the price that people want to buy in certain areas of town. And, you know, then just all the pushback about density and density really is the answer to the problem. So I think the more that we all speak with one voice and get it out there, then the better the industry will be and the better all the buyers who want to live in all these cool in-town places and can't afford to buy, you know, the better they're going to be. So, yes. And I think there's a lot of creative development that is going on in the absolutely the, the live work play and even mm-hmm. smaller municipalities, uh, you know, around the metropolitan area are, are building just some fantastic places where it's enticing to, to, to have people come in. So I, I concur, Carol. I think if we speak with one voice, 
And, uh, you know, uh, if we work with, you know, commissions and zoning and planning and mm -hmm. and really talk about how we need to be able to make sure that it is housing is affordable and available. Right. With that. Um, it, it's an important part of, of just any kind of, of community and, and social economic growth. So I concur. We speak with one voice and we keep letting these legislators and, and commissioners and elected officials know we need to be able to provide affordable housing. Absolutely. It's good stuff. Well, how can our listeners get more information on Georgia MLS? We um, have our website, gamls.com. And uh, what I'd like to say is that, you know, we have a right on our very top of our website are our market statistics. So if you go out to gamls.com, it is go ahead and look at some of the resources that are available and to be able to get market snapshots not just in the Atlanta area, but across Georgia. Um, and we provide different kind of drop downs and filters that will allow, you know, to get more hyper local. On the public consumer side, we have GeorgiaMLS.com, and that is Georgia spelled out. And every listing that goes into our service actually goes out to a number of different portals, but our local view is GeorgiaMLS.com. And that will allow um, consumers to go out. And it's also part of our lead generation program as well that we pass along any kind of inquiries, whether it's emails or sharing of the listings, we pass those along to our agents. And that could also be a good incentive uh, going in as we go into the new year here as well. So GAMLS.com, GeorgiaMLS.com. And of course, my name is John Ryan. So I am available for emails, um, John at GAMLS.com. Anything I can do to assist our members or any questions, I am available. Well, that is good stuff. I'm sure that you guys are going to have a bunch of website hits after this. You know, with that, I'm just going to say it's a wrap of this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I want to thank John Ryan with Georgia MLS for joining me today. Um, great conversation. So thank you for that. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, there's lots of opportunities to interact with Atlanta Real Estate Forum. You can follow us on Facebook for more Metro Atlanta news. Sign up for our newsletter so you never miss anything at atlantarealestateforum.com or continue our radio conversations by downloading for free um, on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you're interested in being on the show, contact me at carol at denimmarketing.com and let me know what you want to talk to me about. With that, thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you right here again for our next episode. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. 
Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.